Welcome to a special edition of Talking Comics. I'm your host, Stephanie Cook, and I'm joined by a very special guest today, Mr. Jim Gibbons. Hello there. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Good. Uh, it's been a crazy day. It's been a crazy day. Yeah, you've just launched an incredible new app today. Yeah, we're, we're a little bit, a little bit, I guess we're 100% app, but we're also 100% comic book publisher as well. Mm-hmm. So we're like product and a publishing house. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's gotta be crazy. It's frantic and there, I, I suspect there's only a very limited staff at the moment. Yeah. So our team, our team at uh, Stila is, I believe it's 10 full-time staff, if I'm getting that correctly. Um, Four of us live up in Portland. Uh, me, Steve Sanu, our, our PR guru. Uh, Caleb Golner, who does kind of like double teams marketing and editorial for us. And then associate editor Roxy Polk. Um, and then we have a team down in the Bay Area um, where our like CPO and our CEO and our editor-in-chief Ryan Yunt and, uh, and some of our uh, developers and, and marketing folks are down there as well. And uh, yeah, so we're both West Coast, uh, but split up. We work from home, and it's a small team. <laughs> I, I did a very poor job of actually explaining why you were here. Um, yeah, I, go back to that. I totally it. blame having a very long day at work. But uh, for everyone tuning into this, and thank you for doing so, uh, Jim is here uh, as a PR person for uh, Stia, which is um, sort of a hybrid platform for streaming comics, right? And like also like new content and content that's already out there. Yeah, well, so actually, so um, at Stilo, what we do is is basically uh, the goal behind it um, really comes down to uh, making comics more accessible. And so our content is is specifically made and created to be read on an iPhone. Um, and so uh, it's all brand new content. Uh, the vast majority of it is creator owned content. So it's all brand new ideas from a lot of seasoned professionals, a lot of brand new talent. Um, and then the way the comics work is uh, you scroll through the app vertically. So it's, it's very similar to the, uh, to the interface you would find on, on Twitter or Tumblr on your phone. And so uh, it's kind of like a boxy panels or kind of square panels or, or, or rectangular panels stacked on top of each other. Uh, so it's like, if you've ever read comics on Tumblr, that's kind of what we do, but for an app through the phone that, um, is all curated content that we, uh, partner with creators for, we pay creators for, they get good page rates, they keep their copyright and, uh, and you can get access to it for a monthly subscription fee of four ninety nine. And that's just right now while you guys are kind of kicking things off, right? Like you're, that's the introductory level kind of price. Uh, yes. So, so I guess it's the price introductory and then, yes. Yeah, so at, at a certain point there, there might be, you know, we'll, we'll eventually have a lot more content and then we might be looking at like a, like a tiered subscription model where for a certain amount you get a lower amount, you know, uh, you get uh, all the new stuff for a lower price and then you get the whole archive for a larger price or something like that. But yeah, initially, uh, four ninety nine is the price. And I guess that's the American price. I don't know what the conversion rate is to Canada right now. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four ninety nine <laughs> in American dollars. Um, and then you get, um, 
for us, like four iPhone screens essentially um, are the equivalent roughly of a uh, traditional comic book page. So a chapter, uh, which we publish uh, a chapter daily uh, for different series, five different series run at a time, a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday series. And it's eight traditional pages of comics each day, which breaks down to 32 screens in our format. And, um, and so that means monthly you're getting about 160 pages of brand new comics material for that low, low price of $4.99. That's awesome. That's the same price as you would get 22 pages of ad-filled Marvel. <laughs> I know. I know, right? So, no, and that's, and that's the, the thought process is, you know, it's like comics, comics is, well, I'm sure you've gone through this. I feel like anyone who's in comics goes through this where you have – you know, your friend in, outside of comics or your family members or something, and, and you kind of want to help them get into comics or they come out of, you know, like seeing a, an Avengers movie and they're like, how do I get into this? And, and you have to be like, well, like you, you could go to your local retailer and ask them to order you something or you can find your local comic shop or go to Amazon or Comixology there, but then you got to search for stuff like it can be a little daunting to get into it. And our hope is, um, that not to mention of, even the continuities and stuff. Right. Right. I mean like the, depending on how complex you want to get it, it can be very, very difficult to get into comics. And, and so, but comics are great comics, you know, at their heart, like, you know, sequential storytelling is, it's pretty easy to jump into it. And, and I think anyone who can actually get their hands on something they like, uh, pretty quickly does come to enjoy comics. Um, but our goal is, uh, to put great material out there so everyone who's already a comic book reader will ideally love what we're doing. Um, and all of our content is exclusive to our app, so it'll be the one place uh, to get it. Um, but then the goal is also that you can very easily say to someone outside of comics or someone who just might be interested uh, in in checking out comics, you're just like, oh, you just go to the app store. It's like a few clicks of, of on your phone that you probably already have in your pocket. And uh, then you can be reading, you know, a curated line of, of creator-owned comics, uh, you know, seconds later, essentially. This seems really intuitive to me. Like, it it feels like a project put together by people who love comics and want it to be better. Yeah. Well, so our founders, um, our CEO, Jason Wan, and our CPO, Sam Liu, and our, and our EIC... Uh, editor-in-chief i'm just gonna go all a briefs yeah do uh, it uh, do it love it <laughs> our, our editor-in-chief ryan yeah th those guys all um kind of know each other from the the video game and, and then like the mobile gaming community and and like sam and and ryan especially are especially are huge comic fans and and um the conversation kind of got going where there's apps that are, are very similar to what we're doing uh, that are very popular in, in korea and japan um, and it was just kind of like, well, why isn't anyone really doing this model for Western comics? Um, and so it was like it, it, it sprung out of a, a passion for comics, but also like a, a business sense from from the mobile uh, industry of like there's a hole in this market that we could come in and fill and work with really great creators and, and offer some really exciting new material. But also, you know, uh, ideally the kind of most uh, most accessible way to, to jump into comics quickly. Uh, and so hopefully uh, makes the market or the, or the possible readership of comics potentially that much larger because we're not just looking at however many people currently read comics and, and trying to sell them something. Um, though ideally, in a perfect world, every current comic book reader does read Stila. 
Um, but it's also like there's like 100 million iPhone users in the United States, I think, is the statistic. So mm-hmm. even if we even if we only go out and get like two percent of those people, that's, that's still a huge a pretty, amount of yeah. readers potentially. So so that's really the hope. That's awesome. And you're definitely taking away that whole people having to go to the comic store to find something new um, or yeah. like even search out something on online, like in terms of Googling webcomic and trying to find something good. And not to say that there isn't, but you're basically putting everything that somebody needs to just get started and learn about comics literally in their hands. Yeah. And, and one of the things we're doing um, with our initial lineup is, uh, and, and it'll continue um, throughout this year is, you know, we're doing stuff that's like, we've got crime comics and we've got uh, fantasy comics and, and uh, science fiction and all sorts of different genres, all sorts of different art styles, um, different stuff from different kinds of writers, different kinds of artists. And, and the goal being, if we cast a wide net, then anyone can kind of jump in and, and maybe find, you know, their new favorite comic book creator. Or they're, if they're a brand new person, they might jump in, check something out and say, wow, I really like uh, this creator's work. And then hopefully what we're doing becomes kind of a symbiotic relationship with the current comics market where we're opening up a brand new audience to comics. And then the goal after that is they go, oh, well, what do, what do I do next? And then they can go into their comics and say, or their comic shop and say, hey, you know, I read this comic by um, this this woman, Jen Bartell, and, and she's great. And, and what do you guys have here from her? And then hopefully then that person becomes, you know, a, a Stila comic reader, but also a traditional comic reader as well. That's awesome. So on a personal level, I mean, you came from working at Dark Horse and, you know, I, I feel like being an editor at one of the bigger publishers is kind of a dream for a lot of people. So what drew you to kind of throwing that away to work on a startup that, you know, no one really knew anything about when you left. <laughs> no, I mean, well, it was, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a little scary, <laughs> but, uh, thankfully, thankfully, you know, like a day like today, cause we launched today, like the, the, the amount of people covering us online and talking about us online and jumping into the app and, and finding what we've been working on for the last, you know, five, six months, uh, has, has proven it's been a good move at least, which is very, very comforting. It helps you sleep better at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it was interesting because because we worked we worked a little bit in a vacuum for a period of time where I was I was getting new projects rolling. I, I and I, you know, it's like I'm talking to people. I'm like, hey, let's do these comics and let's get you on board. And so I'm editing a whole bunch of projects. Um, and then we kind of get to a point where it's like, oh, right, we got to actually put these out, you know. And then it becomes that thing of like, well, holy cow, I, you know, I, I think they're great, but I hope everyone else likes them. And so it's been really nice today to see that be the case. <laughs> and, and it must be nice too for you on a personal level. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things that Dark Horse publishes, but there's also a lot of things that don't necessarily fit into what they do. However, with something like this, you have a lot more flexibility with bringing on creators you've wanted to work with. And Oh, absolutely. I mean, Stila um, from like day one, basically, um, was when I was interview when I was in the interview process, I, I kind of talk about like they were interviewing me at the same time as I was kind of interviewing them. You know, they they wanted me for my experience in comics, and and I was curious about the you know the business model and how this was going to work and like sell me on doing comics for the phone too. You know, um, 
And so at a certain point, I kind of put together a list of people that I'd worked with at Dark Horse and, and loved working with or people that I had pitched to Dark Horse that I know are very talented, but Dark Horse was not willing to take those risks on some some newcomers and stuff like that. And I just said, hey, uh, if I come over and, and, and work with you guys, can I can I here's the list of people I'd like to work with. This is my bucket list of. Yeah, basically. And they basically said, that's a great list, man. Just go get them. You know, like it was it was like. It was like a, you know, it was like a kid in the candy shop a little bit. Like, I was like really? Like, you, I could just go potentially hire anyone I want to? And they're like, well, you know, we got to look at pitches and we'll have a conversation. But they're like, but yeah, no one's off the table. You know, no, no name is too big or too small for us to potentially look at working with. And, and part of that is because uh, we'll be selling comics uh, directly to the consumer, right? So um, if somebody has like a great webcomic following but doesn't necessarily have like a direct market track record – that's not really a, a concern for us like it might be for a print publisher. So where, I mean, it's obviously like a startup and everyone seems to have a background in something very geeky. Um, <laughs> but where does it all come from in terms of putting out money for the creators? Because, you know, a lot of like creator-owned stuff, people mm-hmm. will be like, oh, what you make comes from the sales, like we can't, you know, pay you until that. But you guys are saying that you guys have like good page rates and you guys are trying to be supportive of not only just putting great comics out there, but supporting those creators that are putting those great comics out there. Right. I would say the, the, the best way to kind of quickly explain it and without going into like loads of financial models and, and, and the boring financial end of it. (laughs) Um, we're a company that was founded uh, in, in more from the the mobile industry and and kind of video games than it is from the history of uh, the comic book industry, and so the thought process was a little less. Um, what are other publishers doing, and where do we fit in? And a little bit more. We want to work with you know people and partner with people, uh, and then we want to think you know come up with what we think we should pay them, not what comics industry says they should be paid so to speak um and so and so that really was it was less a well where are our page rates compared to everyone else and what do we just think is a good fair rate to pay people and so that's kind of how we we ended up not really going well well what's the comparative rate in comics Mm -hmm. and more what should people be making on a regular basis which is awesome yeah and what we found is uh our mentality on that is is uh (laughs) much uh, more generous, I guess, than it is for most uh, comics publishers. I feel like, I mean, we base a lot of things in comics on comics. And sometimes you need people to come from other backgrounds to be like, that's archaic. You need to like, yeah, no, change. One of the things I, I, I loved about Steela and what really sold me on it in a way is um, – you know, I when I worked at Dark Horse, I got to work on a lot of great projects, got to lot, work with a lot of good people. I, I learned a lot and, and I got a lot of experience and had a, had a great time doing it for a number of years. But but at a certain point, you kind of realize that the comic book industry is an older industry. It's been around for, you know, 70 years. Publishers like Dark Horse is a company for me personally. You know, it's like that where I came from is, is a 30-year-old company, you know. So it's like there's a, a way in which things work and there's a history behind all of that. And some of that's good. Some of that's bad, you know, and every, every publisher has that a little bit, but, but Stilo can't, we were a blank slate when we got started. And that was, it was a little bit like building it from the ground up and, and was very much like, okay, 
how do we want to do this? What, what do we think is the best way to launch a publisher in 2016, not what publishers were doing in 2005 or 1995 or 1965? Yeah. Like what would happen if this app existed when comics first started? Like what happens now? You're a new publisher. You set your own rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and, and I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things where obviously today we launch and then we see how it goes and then we adapt and hopefully we have to adapt nothing. But at this point, we we come to the table going, well, let's be the best publisher we can be for for this brand new format where we're not we're not looking to fit into the same kind of, you know, um, box that everyone else necessarily has. We're, we're kind of blazing our own trail. And so it becomes that kind of thing of like, well you know, let's not necessarily figure out what everyone else is doing. Let's, let's make decisions based on what we want to be doing. So tell me a little bit about what people can get right off the bat if they download this app right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you download the app right now and it is free to download and, uh, every first chapter of, uh, each story is free to peruse, um, before your subscription. Um, right now we have, five currently running series and previews of the first chapters of six uh, series that will be premiering later in the year in full. Very cool. And so, and as soon as the five active series cycle off five new active series, and then we just keep going like that uh, forever. (laughs) That's a very cool model to be working off of. So who, who are some of the creators working on these uh, launch stories? Uh, well, we have, a. let's see, I'll kind of, I'll kind of do it list, list form. (laughs) Uh, and then we can jump into other stuff, uh, after that. Uh, we have a great title called Efrina and the Glass Coffin by Irene Ko. Um, let's see, I'm looking through the app right now. I love Irene's art. Her art's fantastic. It's been, she's been getting a lot of love on the internet today, which is awesome to see. This sounds, Uh, and like, I haven't looked at this comic yet, but it sounds very fairy tale-ish. Yeah. It's got a definite, and it kind of fits into that kind of uh, fantasy genre more than anything else, I guess. Very, very cool. See, I'm already sold just on Irene. Like, There we go. There we go. Well, and that's the thing, you know, it's like, hopefully in many ways, like anything can become you know, you're kind of gateway into Stila. Like maybe you're only interested in this one specific comic, um, but you jump in and then you find something else that you really like. And uh, even just for that one comic, four ninety nine seems pretty reasonable. Yeah, no, well, and that's the thing, you know, it's like and and you'll get um for four ninety nine, right? Like for each comic you'll get uh an eight page chapter a week. So you basically get thirty two pages of a single comic for four ninety nine. Uh, so even if you just want that single comic, that's a pretty good deal. Um, but then you're also having access to everything else on the app at that point. Um, so that works out kind of nicely. And the cool thing about it, and it's something actually Irene and we got another comic uh, that's on the app right now in preview form called Chaos Arena Chaos Arena Crystal Fighters. And it's by Jen Bartell and uh, and her husband, Tyler Bartell, which is always fun. I like Jen's working. art's also great. I know, right? <laughs> and and her husband, Tyler, is is like a really talented writer. That's too, awesome. So. It's almost like, like you said, you've been in the industry for a while and you have a bucket list. <laughs> I know. No, I was. Jen actually, I found Jen's work uh, when she did fan art for Zodiac Star Force, which I edited at Dark Horse. Yeah, and so when yeah. I got to Stila, I was like, 
hey, your stuff is great. Do you want to do something? She's like, me and my husband have this pitch. And I was like, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> but it's like their comic is like it's like a it's like a video game based magical girl fight club comic, which I, is just like it's wild. And I could, you know, I just, you know, I'm in love with it. It's fantastic. That sounds awesome. That legitimately sounds like something pretty much everyone I associate with would like. <laughs> well, you guys should all check it out and read it. <laughs> That's... But, but no, but it's it's been cool. Like Irene and Jen on Twitter today and a few other people have chimed in on it. We're talking about what I think is another really cool thing about the subscription model of Stila is it fosters like a really nice team atmosphere in a way um, because it's not necessarily like you're competing um, for like market share or whatever in the same way. It's like... If somebody jumps on the app for Irene's comic and then discovers Jen's comic, it's like win-win for everybody. It's they're they're an artist alley together. They're yeah, totally. Like it's you know they're they're helping each other out, being like, oh, you like my art? Look at this art. Like it's like a community in itself. Yeah, and and we actually you know it's like hopefully as that just continues to grow. Um, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like there's just so much potential there. And, and, and being in comics, as long as I, I have been, you know, it's just it's one of those things where you're always trying to figure out, like, how to make stuff work and why does certain stuff sell? And and all of a sudden being in a position to be like, well, what if we just did a whole bunch of good comics and made them available for a low price? And that made comics incredibly accessible. And, you know, it's like I love the idea that, like, we're doing um, all of our first chapters free it's it's really like we want to put our money where our mouth is and then we're also not even asking you to spend that much money yeah (laughs) it's it's like it's like the one dollar comics but like without that dollar and you're not having any risk you get an app that's literally on your phone you don't have to carry anything additional around with you right you can look at it whenever you want whether it's like before you go to bed whether you're on your lunch break or it's right there. You're going to be checking text messages and stuff probably anyway. So why not read a comic in between? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, uh, when I was kind of pitching the app to people like New York comic con was kind of the first, uh, show since this past year in 2015, since I joined the company and I started getting to this uh, shorthand of describing it to people. It's like, yeah, you could be at the bus stop. You could be at a doctor's office. Like you might not necessarily have brought a book with you or like have your tablet with you, but you always have your phone on you. So anytime you have that time to kill, you potentially have our entire comics library at your fingertips, which is super handy. And I feel like, you know, comicsology is always a great way, I think, to introduce, you know, readers previously in the sense that they had the guided view. Right. And that was for the traditional stuff. And it kind of taught you where to go on the page. Mm -hmm. And this feels like, I mean, it's not quite the same guided view like you have your own system but because they're building the comics to your specifications yeah i mean i i read a ton of comics on comiXology i i digital i think has made being a comics reader uh easier and more affordable and and just you know it's like i only have so many bookshelves at home oh my god i know (laughs) Um, i feel this pain yeah and i but i but i do i love it but but it is one of those things where guided view which is a handy thing you know like um that's not the intended format that the artists and the writers had in mind when they created the pages that are then being wedged into that format and so that's that's very much the difference between 
uh, that and what we're doing because we're working with people and and mobile and the phone screen uh, and the and the vertical scrolling format is is the intended format, you know. So it's like that's that's where we're making these comics for first, and so it's a much more natural way to kind of uh, view them, if you will. Um, You're not missing like, out on anything. No, no, no. And it's kind of one of those things, you know, like when you're in guided view sometimes or or whatever, when you're pitching and zooming and all that, like you can kind of get to that point where it's like, well, you're, you're, you're not seeing the whole image or, um, you're, you got like corners cut off of it or something like that. But, but you know, our, we're very simple. We're all about ease and accessibility. So, so within Stila, there's no pinching and zooming. There's no, there's no kind of any, there's nothing beyond the vertical scroll and, and someone, I forget who's saying this to me, but I, I loved the description. Someone was joking with me. They're like, Oh, it's like, it's, it's the only, uh, comics reading device that you can do if you're holding a sleeping baby in the other arm, because it is, you only need your one hand. You know what I mean? You can do it covertly. You can, you can do it. <laughs> you're in line, uh, at Starbucks. Or if, if you're at work and you're not supposed to be on your phone and you can just subtly pretend to be doing stuff with one hand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, you didn't hear it from me, but that would certainly work. Yeah. Um, yeah. But lips, <laughs> lips are sealed. We yeah, won't tell. But, but so, and, and, you know, the, the, the thing that I've found um, since I started working at Stila and we've had a few beta versions of the app that I've been able to show some people. And, and my biggest curiosity was, uh, friends and family members who are not comic book readers, because ideally, um, if you're a comic book reader, right? Like Steel is going to be pretty natural. You know, you've, you maybe read comics as web comics mm -hmm. or, or, um, on Tumblr or something like but whether that. Whether or not somebody who's never had that experience before, yeah, you know, how oh, they exactly. interact with it. Exactly. And, and what we've found so far, um, and hopefully it's just a, a thing we see more and more of as we go. But it's it is it takes away all of the guesswork from how you get into comics, you know. And it becomes this thing where it's it's not a daunting thing. It's uh, you like a piece of art, you like the title of something, click on it, and and you're reading, you know. And then you're scrolling just like you would on Twitter or Tumblr or Instagram, you know. It's 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 very simplistic. Um, and and not to get into bashing of any other publishers but you know like earlier in the week specifically on the podcast we had a very in-depth discussion about how like marvel and dc keep on doing these big things that are meant to you know change everything but mm -hmm. they're they're still very heavily rooted in everything that's not right necessarily and it feels like to me you guys are like just it feels like you guys are getting it right, right off the bat. And I'm excited to see where you guys go from there. If you're launching at such a great point. Yeah. Thank you. And, and hopefully that's exactly what happens. You know, it's, it's funny. Um, when I look at it, right. Like I, and one of the things that really stole, sold me on Stila is sequential storytelling isn't broken. You know what I mean? Like it's been around for a long time. It works. And, um, and there's and still great stories to tell too. Exactly. And so, and so what our format, as I kind of view it is, is sequential storytelling in like a very, very pure form, you know, like as you scroll through, there's no skipping ahead. You're not opening a, a to a, you know, a, a spread on a page and your eyes are sneaking to the bottom right hand corner, even though you need to be reading in the upper left hand, you know, like every, every panel turn, so to speak, or every scroll 
can hold a surprise, can hold a reveal. Like it offers a lot of new storytelling potential. But I think more than anything, you know, it's like there's there's motion comics, there's animated comics. You can put sound effects in comics. You can put any number of things as we get into the digital medium. But um, but then how close are you getting to like a cartoon versus a comic or a video game or something like that? You know, like with what we're doing, um, the innovation, so to speak, is all about the delivery method and the accessibility. And so we keep the storytelling kind of as as simple as far as actually scrolling through the app as possible, but obviously limitless as far as the creators you're working with can come up with stories. Um, but the innovation is the ease of entry and the ease of use and, and just making comics something, you know, it's like newspaper comics, right? People mm. read newspaper comics all the time because they're just in the newspaper. Yeah, it's like, they're there. What if we just had comics on your phone? Almost everybody's got a phone nowadays. It's so. basically the new newspaper. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so you mentioned that the creators retain all of their rights to their work. So is this a situation like with Monkey Brain where everything was published digitally and the creators could be free to have a, like a physical copy of the book published somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Our, our creators um, retain all their print rights. Um, so after, after their comics are serialized, then they are free to uh, take them to whatever publisher or self-publish. But yeah, we're just uh, we're all digital, and that's our that's our focus. So that's all what people do with it. Beyond that is is their business. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. I mean, I I I've been talking to you guys obviously about this for a little bit to set this up. Hmm. So I, I've heard a little bit, but hearing you actually kind of have like this passion for it is just like like I'm itching to go look at these comics like right now. Um, well, but... and you know, and and I think that's the thing, right? Like. I've been work, you know, I worked at Dark Horse for six years, and I was working at like Wizard Magazine before that. So, so I saw kind of the the route magazines went, um, Mm -hmm. which was not good direction for anyone working in magazines. As a guy like myself who lost his job for that reason, (laughs) for that downsizing, you know, saw and and so comics, obviously, you know what I mean. We're seeing growing audiences. We're actually seeing some rising sales numbers, but but it's overall at a pretty slow pace, and yet. Within Hollywood, within video games, we're seeing comic book material um, spring up really, everywhere. It's oh, it's exactly it's everywhere. Comic books are are maybe the you know the coolest they've ever been. You know, like however you want to take that term, they're the they're all over the place pop culture wise, and um, they just have so many original ideas. Like I feel like books, obviously, also all very different, but like there's already so much groundwork there for Hollywood to just be like, yeah, I can see this as a movie. Cause like there's, there's storyboarded for you. You can see how they would play out. Totally. And I think the thing is, you know, what, what hopefully becomes the case for us, because I feel like it's, it's been, as long as I've worked in comics, it's, it's that constant question of are comics gonna, you know, it's like, are comics gonna be around for a long time? Or are comics growing or all this? And it's like, I fully believe that comics will be around forever, because comics are great. But at the same point, it becomes, well, how do we make comics accessible? And how do we how do we get that next generation hooked on comics, you know, and it's like, whether it's kids, whether it's whoever, whether it's people outside of comics, whether it's, you know, 45 year old like soccer moms and dads waiting in their you know minivans to pick you know kids up after school 
you know, there, there's just got to be an easier way for people to get their hands on comics. And that's, that's hopefully what we're doing. So where can people find the app, find you guys online to interact and ask questions? Yeah. Yeah. So, so the app, uh, if you just go to the, the app store on an iPhone, uh, Android will launch, uh, sometime later in the year. So it's just iPhone right now. But if you just search Stila or Stila comics in the app store, you'll get right to us. Um, Stila.com is our website. They've got a newsletter you can sign up for there. And then um, on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Tumblr, um, we're at Reed Stila, uh, R-E-A-D-S-T-E-L-A, um, on all those platforms. And, and you can get in touch with us uh, at any of those places. And again, you guys have a great PR person and social media person as well. So if anyone has any additional questions that you haven't answered, people are always there to reach out yeah. to. Yeah, I think I think our PR guy, uh, Steve, or our PR manager, PR guy sounds <laughs> so official. Steve, Steve's the most official and the best. Uh, <laughs> but Steve Sanu is our PR guy, and, I, and, and he's... He's on Twitter, I think, at just Steve Sanu. Uh, his last name, Sanu, is S-U-N-U. Um, and I'm at, um, on Twitter, uh, Enemy of Peanuts. So at Enemy of Peanuts. And, and people can just hit me up as well. You know, we're, we're pretty darn accessible. Yeah, you guys have everything covered if people have questions and want to know more about what you guys are doing, which, again, sounds fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's like, I always think, um, or at least it was always my kind of personal prerogative or uh, personal method at Dark Horse to try and be as accessible as possible um, because, you know, most people just have questions, want to want to say hello, want to get a little insight. And so we're brand new. So I think even more so, it's like I'm I'm more than happy to chat with whomever because uh, hopefully we're, we're going to be able to talk to some of our new biggest fans in that function or in that regard. That's awesome. Jim, thank you so much for chatting with us about this and, you know, giving us all kinds of new information about the future of comics. And I really believe that. I believe that digital's the future and what you guys are doing sounds like it could make waves everywhere else. I certainly hope so. And I think so too. And uh, the more people who listen to this podcast that can then download it and then rate us five stars on the app store, the better. <laughs> Absolutely. And talk about it on social media. If you like it, talk about the stories, interact with the artists. Yeah. And the one thing I will mention in that regard is, you know, because we're a digital publisher, we've got a lot of versatility in what we can do. Um, and as our audience grows, we're going to take a lot of cues from our audience as far as what stories they like, what art they like, and then just also like functionality of the app and, and, and innovations within that regard. I mean, we are now in a point where we have, a, we've put together what we think is going to be a hell of a 2016, but as we get into 2017 and beyond, um, we're going to be listening very closely to our audience um, to see what they want and to try and offer for them uh, the best experience on Stila. Now, for creators out there wanting to work on comics and make comics for a publisher like you guys, are you accepting submissions now? Or so, so what I like to say is we don't have open submissions, but we're open to submissions. Um, so we'll be at a number of conventions um, throughout the year. 
we'll definitely we'll have a big contingent at Emerald City, um, but I think we'll be at Heroes Con and New York Comic Con, and, and I think a handful more um, that we have been focused on launching the app, and we'll figure out soon. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we'll we'll be definitely at shows, um, uh, looking for new talent, looking for pitches. You know, um, we don't you know we don't we have a yeah, we don't want to open the floodgates, so to speak. Um, but we also don't want to keep anyone from getting to us either. So, um, yeah, we are open to submissions. This this sounds like another good reason to sign up for the newsletter, for instance. It sounds like a fantastic reason. <laughs> um, well, once again, Jim, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, best of luck with the app. I am going to go check it out, like, right now. Um, so stop talking to me. Awesome. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out of here. All right. Uh, Everyone who's listening, um, make sure you check all of that out. Uh, Download Stila and let them know what you think of the app and what you think of the comics that they're putting out there um, and how they're putting them out there. So let them know and we'll see you next time.